Hello, it's me, Paul Goody. I am the host of the podcast you're about to listen to. Am I going to talk like this for the entire podcast? It remains to be seen, but the chances are good. Now, I am going to call on a Teams meeting my friend, Ben Lawrence, who is the person doing the podcast with me. And we will see how that goes in just a second. I am recording using Wi-Fi, and Ben is ready and standing by. Ben Lawrence, can you hear me? Yes, I can, Paul Goody. How's it going? It's going well, and I think I'm going to be doing this voice throughout the entire podcast. Well, let's see how long you can keep it up. Let's see how long I can keep it up. The Paul Goody OnlyFans video cassette. Um, you know, that's not something that exists. But it could, for the right price. Give me a call in the comments. How does that work? It doesn't. Speaking of calling, I got a notice the other day that our phone number is no longer ours. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, we had to, we, we stopped using it, and they're like, well, you're no longer using it, so uh, we're taking it away from you and giving it to somebody else. My and apologies so, to whomever gets that phone number. I'm a little worried that if somebody watches an old uh, podcast episode where we talk about the phone number, and they call that phone number, and it's, oh, it's somebody who used to sell darling monkeys who now lives in Florida, something like it's that. It's absolutely the case that that could happen. And I, for one, am worried. I honestly think, Ben, that my life would probably improve tenfold if I spoke this way all the time. Except for my wife and child, who hate this voice and everything that happens when I use it. So I'm, I'm the lucky one who gets to hear... Oh, and people that you work for, but we don't talk about work. Oh no, I do not and would not speak this way at work. <laughs> only you, Ben. As Portishead said, it is only you who can tear me apart. Only you who can blank. If you can fill in the blank, call us at... No, don't call us. But if you can fill in the blank, uh, leave a comment. Wherever yeah, because comments as, are as, left. As uh, anywhere you leave comments, yes, please like exactly. and subscribe. Uh, once again, I have deleted Reddit from my phone because I found myself going down a Reddit hole. In a general, Reddit hole. Not really a, a Reddit hole, more of a Reddit doom scrolling. I had to keep yeah. going and looking and looking and looking at things that were coming through on Reddit. And the world, Ben, it's bad out there. Have you seen it? Things are crazy. People are nuts. I'll just wait until we get news or traffic on the fives. Traffic's on the fives. Here it is, your Doppler 5 radar. People who are listening to this in stereo won't enjoy it because my <laughs> audio is in mono, as we know. Yeah. I always send Ben mono the kissing disease and also <laughs> through, the to, <laughs> through the mail through the mail 
Paul, I've got hey, another hey. Rep envelope from you. It's not another packet of mono, is it? Yeah. You yeah. fooled me three times before. Did you hear about the uh, pervert postal worker? <laughs> he oh, came God. in the mail. Hey. Now, that's a fun joke that I like to tell <laughs> every single time that someone uses the phrase, come in the mail. Uh, I still one of my favorite jokes that I said to uh, you and Stephen and Joseph Krebs during a travel time that we had. I believe we were going to the Annex Retreat and we were all in the same car. And the joke was, I was going to Jack in the Box and they said, hey, don't do that. We might need that box later. That's my favorite joke. Yeah, yeah. Also, Ben, do you remember when we saw the Frugal Gourmet at the Pike Place Market? I do not remember that, no. He was riding around at the Pike Place Market on a motorized scooter, and he said, This is me riding my little rascal. Oh no, I better not say that. The Frugal Maybe Gourmet. Maybe I was one who saw him, and then I told you about it. I don't even know who that is. He is someone who had a cooking show on Channel 9, uh, which is the PBS station for most places, until he got in trouble for something perhaps involving... <laughs> for a writing A Little Rascal? And I hope that I, this is not uh, libel, it would be slander. This is what I've heard is what happened. Nah. His assistant, I believe, who may actually not have been... Here's the thing. His assistant may not have been underage. Maybe it wasn't his assistant. Maybe it was no one. But I felt as though the joke that he made was at his own expense. You gotta admire that. Strange. Yes. Also, Ben, you'll notice I have a glorious mustache once again. I'm wondering... I'm, I'm guessing that's why you're speaking in radio voice. It maybe isn't why I'm speaking radio voice, but I think the radio voice really does fit the mustache. There are two things that you do with this mustache. One is you speak in a radio voice. Number two is you say nothing and people assume that you're Mr. Noodle. Mr. Noodle. I do not know who Mr. that is. Mr. Noodle is a character on Sesame Street who is a friend of Elmo's Played by an idol to both you and I, Bill Irwin. Oh, yes. Bill Irwin. Um, who's the other Irwin? Steve Irwin? He's the crocodile hunter. He's Bill an Irwin. Irwin. He's a former Irwin, actually. Um, uh, Bill Irwin, as we both know, is uh, a physical comedian. Uh, there aren't that many these days. He is one of them. Uh, I will. And... I will just always fondly recall when you and I went to the rep to see Texts for Nothing, starring Bill Irwin, and yes. we were standing next to a couple of subscribers in the lobby, looking at the uh, the cards, uh, you know, uh, snapshots of the set and of the show, and and hearing the subscribers kind of express a little, a little bit of confusion about what show they were about to go into. Yes, um, for those of you who haven't seen uh, this show that. Bill Irwin put on it he's he's reading essays or not reading he's memorized them sorry 
Tennessee. Uh, he's memorizing. Uh, th- sorry, it's uh, there's an infomercial on it one time where somebody's like, available in 49 states. Sorry, Tennessee. And uh, every time that I say uh, sorry, I sometimes uh, predicate it with, or, or not predicate, I, I end it with uh, suffocate it mm, with uh, Tennessee. So, uh, Bill Irwin has a bunch of dirt on stage. There's a big mound <laughs> And of dirt. we're talking about a lot of dirt. Like, ultimately, it's probably not that much. I don't think it was like an actual dirt mound, like, but it was a dirt-covered structure. But, yes, and of course, here's the thing. Think about how much dirt you think it is. Oh, no, sir. It's more much than that. Much more dirt. Uh, and and so he's, he's, he's saying these essays, and he's wandering around on this dirt. It's great. I mean, we loved it. Uh, he popped out of yeah, it. Yeah, uh, they... It's also one of those, it was one of those, um, also, my internet crapped out, so that's why we now have a delay. Um, but you've probably figured that I, out. I, uh... The, no, no, that, I've decided that, sh- that I'm just not listening to you, and that that's show why the delay doesn't the, matter. Oh, the mustache radio voice Paul is also wow. jerk Paul. <laughs> this is such a delay, Ben. We have to do it. We have to do it. One, All right. two, two, three. Three. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay, now you do it. All right. One, two, three. <laughs> okay, let's fix this. Yeah. Well, sign out Sign out of the Zoom call and then log back in. Sign, yep, I'm going to sign out and sign back in. So I'm right. signing out of the Zoom call. So I'm for everybody the on the Zoom. stream, I'm I think I know somebody on the stream. Hey, there's my I'm piece. Going to um, sign yeah, back in. This is going to be a moment now, where Paul has to sign back questions. into the Zoom call. And of hey, course, it won't remember my meeting. If that's so you I have watching, I can see one person on the stream. On the Zoom um, and I'm going to say this to a secret viewer. Happy birthday. And it's Ben. Hey, Ben. Oh, I think we may have lost him. Hey, Paul. How's it going? Oh, no. Oh, no, Ben. I think the lag is still happening. Are you ready? All right. One, two, three. Okay, not as bad. You do it to me. One, two, three. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to deal with it, I suppose. Um, yes, we will have to deal. Um... I I was telling I was I was talking I was saying something I had a point and I completely well, forgot we, because we were talking about we Bill had Irwin. To deal with something. Oh yes, of course it's yes. at the rep and it's one of the it was one of those shows when the curtains you know they pulled the curtains away and everybody applauds the uh, the set design. Uh, I th- I believe that was the first time I have ever been in uh, uh, with a theater audience or any audience in general where somebody applauded a mound of dirt. Yes. That's true, and one of those people applauding the mound of dirt was me. What a great job they did. Here's the crazy thing, and I think that we talked about this afterwards, and then you told me, Paul, I don't think that's the case. I thought that he brought the mound of dirt with him on tour. <laughs> it's a traveling dirt mound. That uh, most likely... The people that built this, and and apparently this is what happens sometimes with traveling shows, that the set can be constructed by the people at the theater that they're going to. They don't yeah. necessarily bring the entire set like right. one would in a 
traveling circus sort of situation. Like a, or like a or like a traveling fringe show where you have to basically supply everything that you use on stage. Um, then how well do you know the traveling Wilburys? <laughs> uh, well, they've stopped uh, sending me birthday cards, so I'm getting a mm. little annoyed. I mean, who do we know, really? No, but do, are you familiar with the members that make up the Traveling Wilburys? Yeah, there's George Harrison, oh, Tom yeah. Petty, Roy Orbison, um, uh, 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 um, Jeff... Beck? God, what's... No, um... Uh, is the... Beck in it? No, uh, sorry. Uh, so wait, you, you said Bob yeah. Dylan already, right? I didn't say Bob Dylan, I said Tom Petty. Bob Dylan, Tom Petty, Roy Arbison. Jeff Lynn. Jeff Lynn. Jeff Lynn and Roy... Okay, so Crosby, Stills, and Nash, completely different band. Not even... And Young. No, Young was there, too. Young, Young showed up at some point. Yeah. Uh, but but totally different band uh, of, of famous older people. Uh, the reason Did I they? mentioned this... Did they get together after they were already old and famous? I thought they kind of like got old and famous together. They maybe did. I don't get really. Old and famous together. I have no idea though. I, I was and, never really into. You know, that's a really good CS point, Ben. There and, are some groups y. that I think are super groups that aren't super groups. They are just groups. They're just okay groups. That, and then and then their members go off and start their own solo careers. And so yeah. I think that they're a super group, but they're actually like the Beatles, for example. You can probably hear the loud radio outside. Yeah, that's why I'm here. It's it's um it's it's a motorcycle with its speakers turned on. The guy, it's probably the same dude. He circles around here every once in a while. Yeah, I'm I assuming it's a dude. dude at another um at another taping of the podcast. I heard this probably same dude. in yeah, case ben, in case you're not familiar with Haddock Cedar Paul, these walls are very thin. The voice is becoming much more natural as I talk. I forget that I'm, I'm doing <laughs> oh, this good. as a thing. Then you won't have to try to do it. It'll just come yeah, exactly. Naturally. I'll just do it. It'll it'll come naturally. Hey, did you hear about the pervert <laughs> who no you know who what owned gonna, a health food did, store? Did you hear about the <laughs> vegan pervert? <laughs> did you hear about the wow that took, took a did you hear about the vegan pervert? Man, Go I've to bed, Grandpa. <laughs> uh, they're all perverts, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Take a look at this picture I found of one. It's nasty. Um. So yes, uh, it is. It is working out very well. I'm loving the mustache. Yeah. I think it's going to stay for a while. Uh, and the reason is, this is the thing. God damn it. I left it long. I didn't trim it as much. And I think that's why I like it this time. We had another disconnect. The internet around here is, I guess, a misbehaving. So maybe, maybe mm. we'll have you sign out. Maybe it won't be such a big deal. All right. Well, let me sign out anyway. Oh, okay, Even, good. And just preemptively sign out. And I'm going to keep talking, and you can keep talking, and the I'm audience... Gonna... I'm gonna can decide which of us they want to listen to. Hey, oh god. It's um, a good time. Here we go. I'm leaving the meeting. Oh, here. Leaving yep. the meeting. There's and and here's me. this time, I'm 
in annexator well, i am, no, what am I super saying? hot I'm going to do because the exact same thing. we're but, having uh, I am not unseasonally warm weather because it is the warm season zoom, but uh, unusually up, warm weather i'm hitting the and, join uh, zoom this is not interesting hopefully yeah, ben's saying if, something if, if, more if exciting we'll see I'll in just you... a moment oh, as God, i join back. again Shh, everybody be cool with everybody the wi-fi and ben hello how are you Paul Goody, as I live and breathe. Hey, it's good that you're living and breathing, Ben. Happy to hear it. How are we yeah. doing lag-wise? What do you think? I think we're doing okay. We're doing okay. I think we're sounding all right. But I am going to uh, uh, do some things on the back end. Gotcha. Um, hey, Meaning send an email. No. <laughs> doing things on the back end. Did you uh, hear Crosby, about the pervert? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Crosby, Stills, and Nash uh, uh, have a song called Southern Cross, which all the time, like, I've never really listened to the lyrics that much. Uh, I thought it was about living in the South and being a Christian. And it's not. It's about no. being on a sailboat and treating women badly and regretting it. That's my thought as far as the lyrics of Southern Cross by Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I am unfamiliar with this song. Spoilers for The Blacklist. Here we go. Mark it down. Spoilers for The Blacklist. Um, the song Southern Cross is played when Tom Keene is stabbed to death in front of his wife, Elizabeth Keene. And uh, it's one of those cases where it was kind of inappropriate for what was happening, you know, in a good way. Sometimes that happens. Uh, Oliver Stone was famous for this, juxtaposing a song for uh, that is contradictory to what you're seeing. Uh, famously in The Prisoner, directed by, I think it was directed by Patrick McGoon, at least starring him this episode, uh, because he directed some but didn't direct others. Um, all You Need Is Love by The Beatles is playing as people are shooting at each other with machine guns. Uh, similar to that. Uh, Southern Cross by Crosby, Stills, and Nash. No young present at Southern this Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Southern Crosby, Stills, and... Crosby... Southern Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Um, it's... It's now just running through my head all the time. And I think it was because of that violent imagery. They say that if you want to remember something and you juxtapose the imagery of what you're trying to remember with something violent or sexual, that you'll remember it better. I uh, experienced something violent the other day. Do you want to hear this? Yes, I do, Ben. Are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. I, it wasn't okay. violence against me. All right. Um, but I'm. It's it's early Sunday morning, and I have my windows open in my apartment because it's it's warm here, as we've established. And I hear what sounds like gunfire, but I oh. hear explosions and what sounds like gunfire in my neighborhood all the time. It's a very active neighborhood at night and uh, at night at night, and you know it could be and at night and at night. And, you know, it, it could be just somebody setting off some firecrackers. It could be, like, uh, the rear of a semi-truck, the gate falling open. You never know. But this was, like, pop, 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 rapid yeah. fire. I sit up in bed, and I'm like, what is that? But I don't get up and look out my window. I just stay in bed. It's, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. I just gone to sleep. 
Also, why and... would you go near a window if there was gunfire happening? Exactly. Yes. So, uh, but then I started hearing the sirens, and the sirens stopped when they got in front of my apartment. Oh. And so, at this point, it's been about 10 minutes. At this point, I haven't slept, and I hear commotion outside. So, I'm like, yeah, I am now going to go and see what's going on. Yikes. And at this and they so fire trucks, ambulances, police cars blocking off my street right in front of my apartment. It was gunfire and somebody did get shot on the sidewalk across the street from my apartment because I saw them wheel him into the ambulance on a stretcher. Oh. And there's a and there was like they covered him with a sheet. His head was exposed and ah. there was a lot of so it's like he had a rat, like a massive leg wound. Wow. Two people got shot in front of my apartment. This was this was Saturday night, Sunday morning, and um, uh, yeah, in the same incident, same incident. And so apparently, this person also, the shooter, also uh, shot somebody else further down in Belltown. They have yet to find this person, and so yay, hmm. so gun violence in front of my apartment. And Ben, where is Phoenix Jones during all of this? Well, uh, he's, I don't know, he's probably serving out a sentence for assaulting somebody. So he's in prison. I don't know. I, I, I lost track of the what whole, What you're saying like, is, without the guiding hand of Phoenix Jones, the city of Seattle has descended into violence. Chaos, I tells you. Chaos. Chaos. Well, Ben, I, uh, I hope... I hope things get better in your yeah. neighborhood. Don't tell my mom that story. Every time violence happens in Belltown, when I talk to my parents, they're like, are you okay? I'm like, yes, I'm fine. Do your parents send you newspaper clippings about classmates of yours that have gone on and become famous? <laughs> uh, yes, constantly. This is, I don't this have is a something lot of, that... I don't have yes. a lot of classmates that have gone on to become famous, but I do have a classmate that became a local magician. And he like works kids parties in the library. So every time there's a an article in the Olympian about Jeff, mom sends me the cutout. Do you feel as though your mom is doing this because she's like, oh, Ben will like Jeff doing things. <laughs> He'll be happy to hear that Jeff is doing things. Is that and not that my mom, the subtext is, look how successful and happy Jeff looks. I am not going to say the person's name. <laughs> but people who live around here will know there is an advertisement at a pizza chain around here uh, for someone who is termed the balloon guy. The balloon now, guy. Here is the thing. He's got a name. He's got a first name and the balloon guy. And there's a picture of someone with a balloon animal. But the person who is doing the balloon animals is not the person in the poster for this guy, the balloon guy. It is a balloon guy, but not the balloon guy depicted on the poster. And I think that's weird. And I don't know what to do about it. Well, Have, obviously nothing. What would I tell, do about it? Tell I'm your radio Phoenix audience Jones. about it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's right. So, Ben, you remember I was making balloon animals for a while? I don't, honestly. Yes. For a little bit, while I was in Seattle, I was making balloon animals. 
And that was during the time that I was taking uh, ADD medication. Uh, Did you find I also that it was helped? Making, well, I mean, I was making balloon animals. I was making balls made out of duct tape. There were many different projects I was doing. And, um, and now I don't do that. Oh, and I've stopped drinking coffee. Uh, you stopped drinking coffee. Yes, I had started... And it was I was I was getting very uh, agitated. Uh, it would make me feel better when I drank it. I would be happy, but then yeah. when I wasn't drinking coffee, I would be very upset and uh, have problems. So welcome I to being coffee, addicted to caffeine. And now I feel better again. So oh yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna stop uh, for good. I think. Although, I've seen a video of a guy who's making tur Turkish coffee, and the video is great. He's making it with hot sand, and it looks like the cup is filling up, and that's because the cup is actually boiling in the hot sand. Yeah. Very, very cool. Tur Turkish coffee is a trip. Uh, never had it. Have you had it? Had it? Have you had it? I that? No, I haven't had it, but I, have, I think I saw the same video you're uh, referring to. Yeah, that guy... Uh, an incredible mustache. Also, maybe a beard. But you know how some people have beards that also they have a big mustache as part of their beard. Yeah, that's pretty cool. A beard stash, so, as we call it. A beard stash. Yes, Sikhs often have beard stashes. Uh, and they also sometimes. Live around Be here. Careful. Okay. <laughs> where I where I live, and it's always great to see someone who's a Sikh. Do you know why, Ben? They're the closest why, thing we have to superheroes. Sikhs are there to help, and they dress like they do so that they can be easily identified if someone in need needs them. It's pretty cool. Like I said, like a superhero. And I think that that's the reason why superheroes dress up in their costumes. It's so that you know, hey, that's probably a superhero. I could get them to help me. Eh, it depends on which, I mean, superhero or supervillain, because sometimes the supervillains also want to be known. Yeah, that's right. I, I think I told you before, one of the things that I wanted to write about was um, what it was like to be a teen superhero in the 1980s in the Midwest, in a small town. And the idea would be that the, um, don't, hey, anyone listening, don't steal this idea because I'm still going to work on it, I believe. Uh, but the basic idea is that, you know, you're hanging out with this kid and you think you're going to be superheroes. And then you realize that your friend is becoming a supervillain and how you have to deal with that. Is that and, not already, um, uh, yeah, a, I mean, when a I plot say, line I mean, of some sort? That is what I've just done, Ben, and I'm serious about this. It's very, very, very early writer kind of thing. Of oh, I can't, I can't write this because someone else already wrote something like that. Uh, yeah. Is very akin to, hey, don't steal my idea about a guy who <laughs> is from another planet and was born here and then has to realize his destiny while fighting the government. Don't uh, steal mean, my is, unoriginal idea. This is what happens. Although, 
I have to say that Groundhog Day for a black man versus, uh, what is it, two, two something strangers, two, um, is it two distant strangers, two, um, Don't know what I you're can't remember. At. You know, maybe, maybe I shouldn't mention, I'm not going to look it up, keep it wrong, like we do keep it on wrong. here, but there is, there's a woman who wrote a thing called Groundhog Day for a Black Man where it's Groundhog Day, but he's trying to survive a police shooting over and over again. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, there is a uh, an episode of The Twilight Zone that Jordan Peele did where someone is trying to survive an encounter that happens over and over again with a, with a police officer. And then there's a new thing in Netflix that has the same deal the same sort of thing uh a person of color uh trying many different ways to survive a police encounter uh and having to start over again uh but the difference is that the netflix person uh you know it every once in a while this will happen where on social media someone will say hey um you know, this person took my idea, here's my idea, here's their thing. And, and, you know, they sort of line up and all that. The Netflix thing has been, like, nominated for an award and stuff like that. So the fact that it's similar to something that this other person did is a little bit more... Uh, it, it means more. It means yeah, but more that's than, okay because... Awards aren't based on ideas; they're based on you know execution and yeah, yeah. content. Like if you know, you, it's much like you can't like copyright a chord progression. It's not the chords in which order; it's how you play them. Right, or the chia head thing, like we talked about earlier. Or the chia head thing, which came full circle once chia made their own chia head. <laughs> At that point in time, what are you going to do? It's theirs. They Did you got water it. That's all you got to do it. Yeah, exactly. Does it look like Bob Ross? Bob Never Ross? had a chia head. Never grew uh, chia seeds. Is that his name? Is it Bob Ross? Bob Ross? Yeah. The painter. Yeah. For some reason, it's it's like when you say a word over and over again, it sounds wrong. Bob <laughs> Ross sounds weird to me. Now. There's a word for that too, and I dare you to say it Bob over and over. Bob Ross. Bob Ross. There's a Who documentary is... on him um, that I watched, and one of the things that uh, I learned about Bob Ross is he hated his hair. The only reason yep. that he um, he uh, permed his hair was because he was uh, struggling and figured it was a way to save on hair product and haircuts. And then it became his icon and he couldn't yep. get rid of it. Um, it's funny. That is dedication. In the TV show uh, C, did you see any of the TV show C? Did you watch it? I did not, no. I realize now why Bob Ross sounds weird. Uh, the character played by Jason Momoa in C is Baba Voss, which sounds Baba like Bob Ross. Voss. Baba Voss. Uh, I found C to be a good TV show that I enjoyed watching. I, I've, I've heard, I've heard good things, and uh, 
Yeah, Dave Bautista is in the second season yes. as well. And is that what I hear? And it, it really is kind of funny because um, Dave Bautista is, uh, spoilers for C, is playing Baba Voss's brother, I think. Uh-huh. And he's doing a Jason Momoa's character Baba Voss impression, sort of. Dave Bautista is doing a, a thing. We've talked about this before, about how... You know, and we're not the first people to say it. We're not saying that we're incredibly, you know, insightful or anything, but that Dave Batista uh, does a nice job acting wise. <laughs> he cares about he cares about being good as an actor. I was uh, I've always enjoyed the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, and Dave Bautista as Drax was always a large part of that. There's a third yep. one out now. I mean, have you I'm... seen that guy? He's huge. I'm surprised that I haven't searched it out. I'm surprised I haven't searched out the final, the final Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Uh, I think I'm I, I, I'm kind of done. I think with uh, large superhero uh, projects. Well, the strike is on. Also, Ben, you can't. You can't watch any movies or TV, haven't you? <laughs> is that uh, a, is that a rule? A, we, no, no. We've made a joke about this last time. I don't know if you remember. I, I don't remember being you, a joke. I remember that uh, uh, in your household, the, you cannot yeah. watch new properties. Right, and, and that's just something we're doing. And you were yeah. like, I don't think that they said that you can't do that. And I was like, no, it wasn't. And, that's, and so I heightened uh, by saying that now we can't watch any TV or movie. Even though I Nothing. just saw the black. Get rid of your TV. Throw it out the window. Why Welcome did... to SCTV. No. Exactly, yeah. Um, so I I got this book. Uh, it's called The Brownies, Their Book. It's about brownies. And I had to buy it again. Because the version that I bought... I love it. I love it. It's very Was small. Was Canadian. It's this big. The book is normally not this big. And the whole reason I bought it was so that I could look at the drawings and study the way that this guy does his artwork. Because it's great. Is it a comic um, book? It is no. What it is is it's a um, it's like a Dr. Seuss book kind of. Uh, it's drawings and then rhyming stories by okay. the drawings. If that makes sense. And why do you have so, to buy another copy? Did you eat this? Because one? because it's only this. The one I bought is only this big. It's like the Stonehenge thing. The books are not only are not usually not this big, right? The the see the size that I'm saying here, the book is here. Like this, yeah. this book here is gigantic compared to how big this book, the, <laughs> the book I got was. And that's not um, even a big book. I'm not going to return it because I like it. I like that I have a little version of this book, but I have to have the real, the real version, the real size. That's interesting. Well. They just they just made a mini copy, so is all the text yep. and images shrunk down as well? Just they're just all shrunk down, yeah. And yeah. this came out in 1993. The book itself came out so in the long 1800s. Ago. So, 1993. That was 30 years ago. Can you believe it? I can't. You My should, 30th uh, high true. school reunion is next year. Hey, this is a deep cut. Jennifer mentioned that Brett Fetzer is almost 60 years old. Almost 60. I did not yeah. know that. Can you believe it? Can you believe so, it? I can. I'm actually seeing Brett tomorrow. I'm going to his show. Hey, he has a show. Let's plug it. What's the show? 
It's called Saints and Sinners. It is Brett Fetzer, Scott Augustson, and Kelleen Conway Blanchard, and they just, they just read stories at 18th and Union. Three of my favorite writers. Yeah. All in one. So, wow. All Again. in one room. One Two. room <laughs> cannot hold that much talent. They, they should be. They should never all be in the same room. They have to take separate rooms at one point. Yep. Um, yeah, that's too bad that separate I don't Separate rooms, there. separate beds. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One big bed, separate rooms. The divider in the house. <laughs> um, the, so, Changing yeah, the sheets that, is hard. So, I mean, one of the things that we've talked about, uh, as you know, is, is maybe going to Spokane uh, and being right. there. Maybe right. being in the Tri-Cities... And this is all uh, to do with, like, where Jennifer's father lives? Yeah, Jennifer's dad lives in the Tri-Cities. Okay. Um, uh, Tacoma is expensive, apparently, also. Were you, you were looking at, like, on Zillow in Tacoma? Yeah, exactly. Just looking at, at the different places that are around. I mean, I don't know, Ben. This is the thing that I'm concerned about, is that living three hours away from you and living eight hours away from you, I don't know how... <laughs> how much of a difference it's going to make to me in my being able to see Ben. Like if if I lived in the in a bus ride away from you, then I could I could show up and be like, "Hey, Ben, well, look." Well, I mean, me. if you if you move to Tacoma, you can take like the train, the Sounder. But yeah, Tacoma is unfortunately still expensive. I bet you yeah. Edmonds is expensive now. It, I mean, anywhere you look in town, yeah. In this area, you know. Port Townsend. Expensive. Did we talk about Vashon Island already? Yeah, a little bit. Jennifer doesn't want to live on an island, though. Uh, at least not one like Vashon that you just can't get up, get out of at all. Yeah, ba Vashon's nice, but it is like, it, when you go there, you have to stay there. Uh, I think even the... Um, the uh, uh, plant... The, the ferries stop running at a certain time. Yep, and so you are basically stuck on the island. Unlike, say, Bainbridge Island, which is actually connected to the mainland. Yeah. Here's the road. thing: is if you live if you live on Vashon Island, then you know, okay, yeah, that that sounds fine. But yeah, if we wanted to have friends over or anything, we'd have to have a bigger place. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. The, again, the the there's that. And then there's the D.C. area. The D.C. area is, like, by where her sister lives. Uh, and I know what you're saying. Uh, well, Paul, what about your family? My family lives here. So yes. this, is, this is where we're... Already That's at. why you're we're there. Not, we're not going to move to, like, a St. Louis or anything like that. Uh, I don't think. Still thinking about Detroit every once in a while. Like I said, if, if, if there were a... a, a mass migration to Detroit by a lot of people in Seattle, then maybe we would go there. Um, but I don't I mean, think anyone in Seattle plans on doing that. At one point, there was a pretty thriving film industry in Detroit, but I think because like Michigan had a lot of great tax incentives. And there was like, cheap rent, cheap land in Detroit. Yep. But I, I haven't heard of... I haven't... I don't know what's happened in the last, say, five, seven years, but I think that may have... Like, we may have gentrified Detroit enough that has driven all the artists back out of the city. Yeah. 
The cool thing about Detroit, I think I've mentioned this to you before, it's where uh, the bridge to Canada is. The so bridge go, to Canada. You can, yeah, you can go on this bridge and go to Canada, drive another like three hours, and you're in Toronto. Yeah. Which is really cool. Um, let's see. Oh, speaking of Sikhs, I might have mentioned this already, but we went to a... Um, a what is what is a, a Popeyes on I I can't remember street names. There's a Popeyes in Toronto. I, Somewhere in Toronto. This, for this story, it's probably not important. Run entirely by Sikhs. Oh yeah, yeah. It was kind of cool. Very interesting. I, I did. Uh, I work on a podcast about um, diversity, and one of the first episodes, the host interviewed a Sikh and was talking about how he had to deal with post-9-11 violence and basically just how, like, people don't know, right? They see they see a, a person of color in a turban, they automatically think they have their biases, right? And it's not, yep. like, not like he could have said, look... Totally different. That's totally different. But yeah, and and that's the other thing is that life is, is hard, man. You you have to be, you know. And when I say you have to be, I mean one must remember that the John McCain thing, right? Where the the woman. Uh, says about Barack Obama, he's a Muslim and. And, and a terrorist. John McCain is like, no, no, that's that's not true. That's not true. Um, He's a good man. We just a, have different opinions. There is a step outside of God that, damn it. Uh, which is uh, he's a Muslim, uh, and and he, no, he's not. But even if he were, I would not, you know, I would not say that he was a bad person. You know, that, something right. like that. There's there's a difference between between just saying you know they they see they see a, a Sikh and and think you know whatever with their biases about it and then saying and, and this is where I think the Sikh would be coming from you know the fact that I'm a Sikh doesn't mean that that you discriminate against anyone yeah who's brown You're wearing a turban a nine eleven you know, it, it's it's, it's anti- a weird position. It's a position that I've never had to be in. Uh, but but that that oh no, not me. But also, hold on. Yeah. Not me. But if I were, uh, what is it? The Charlie Chaplin thing, where where somebody said, um, well, it's in the movie, uh, so I didn't see this in real life. But where someone says. Oh, you'll you'll have to uh, excuse Mr. Chaplin. He's Jewish or something like that. And he says, "I'm afraid I've never had the honor, or I'm afraid I don't have that honor." Something yeah. of that. But it was great. It was a great way to to mention it. Um, Charlie Chaplin, famously horny dude. Yeah, he uh, famously so, like a, uh, he married like a fourteen year old. Yeah, that's not just being horny. That's a separate thing. That's but a separate also thing. famously a horny dude. I recently just read a book about Buster Keaton. 
um, by Dana Stevens called Cameraman, and it was how the film industry essentially grew up with Buster Keaton um, because oh. it kind of like matured together, right? And there were a few stories about Charlie Chaplin. I used to love Charlie Chaplin, right? I still have like all that DVD set that they released a number of years ago. Because I, I went through a big like silent film star phase back in the back in the ATF days, I want to say, and yes, uh, back so like early two thousands, and yeah, the the this book, these stories about Chaplin does not paint him in the best light, regardless of his pederasty, you know. Yeah, it's uh, he was just like a ba he was mm. a jerk, a controlling jerk. I don't think we get along. Yes. Um, yeah, whereas, what about you and Buster Keaton? Think you get along a little bit more, a little bit better? Oh, yeah, we, we'd be tight. No, Buster, actually, oh, Buster Keaton... guy? Buster Keaton and I, I think, had a, have a lot of similarities um, in that he had a really hard time advocating for himself, and I, I yeah. do the same thing. I'm, I'm, I, I mean, don't tell people this. I'm a bit of a pushover sometimes just because I don't want to, like, cause conflict, and um, so I'm very agreeable. I and think I th you and I are both. Buster Buster Keaton was very much both the same. that way a little bit. Yeah. I mean, which is which is part of the reason why I think we work well together because neither of us <laughs> wanted. So so there's a lot of yes anding of what do you think about this? Yeah, that's good. Let's do yeah, that. Yeah, that's fine. That's good. And then we and then, and then we just do that. Um, Harold Lloyd. Harold Lloyd yeah. uh, would probably He's another one. seems like a nice guy. Seems like we get along with him. Him. I did. Yeah, I haven't heard uh, any. I don't know many stories about Harold Lloyd, but what I did, what I do know, is that he was a great businessman. Like, really, Keaton was not a great businessman. Lloyd knew how to manage money. Interesting. Yeah, I. Um, let's see, Abbott and Costello. Abbott was the jerk, is that right? No, uh, Costello was the jerk. The straight man? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I uh, think something, that, that, something like that. Like That, like that he, makes sense. He, and the reason he I say it makes sense... He had a condition at one point? I don't know anything about that. The reason I say it makes sense that, he, that uh, 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 Lou Costello... No, Bud Abbott... Um, like that, the, the reason that the straight man was the jerk is because back in those days, comedians were a dime a dozen, but you couldn't find straight men. So he like, he had job security. He had pull, right? Oh. They could have, they could have like gotten rid of of the comedian and just replaced him. But what? No. But what? What I was saying is, I think Costello was the jerk, to to Bud Abbott. Yeah. Like my my understanding. Okay, because Abbott is Abbott is the straight man, right? And Costello is the comedian. And yeah. the understanding that I had was that uh, Costello, like, there was oh he was the was jerk. Some sort of, okay. Yeah, there was some sort of health condition that Abbott had, and Costello would like purposefully wind him up so that he would like get. Uh, unhealthy, like pass out or, or go faint or, or something to that effect. And then he'd do it his way after taking uh, Abbott out. I, I wish I could remember slander, nothing but slander, Ben, all the way through this podcast, but I, I very, believe that's the case. Very credible sources tell me. Yes. People are saying 
that Bud Abbott... Yeah. Have you heard about the pervert who was in... No, the, the reason I was thinking about it is that um, I think Abbott and Costello meet the Wolfman or something like that. There's a, there's a movie on October 31st that is going to be being played at the museum where they have the... Uh, all the the Mason uh, memorabilia and things, the goats, the Mason memorabilia. What's the Mason yeah? Also, well, they're not necessarily. Oh, I mean, masons, like the Masons, or okay. Yeah, there's a. It's a museum for pranks that they used to sell to uh, fraternal orders, chairs that would break apart, telephones that would spray water on you and then shoot a loud, like cartridge at you that sounds great it's just a prank bro it's just a prank bro um there's there's a fake guillotine that they sell and they say you've been telling our secrets and then they guillotine you but you don't die no uh things like that anyway it's a museum of those things that i went and uh and took a look at and it was very cool and, and they're playing Abbott Costello Meet the Wolfman on Abbott Halloween. Abbott Costello Meet the Wolfman. Now, here's the one thing. There was a little bit of an undercurrent of of old-time wish for the good old days about it, if that makes sense. Like, there's a little bit of... Around in small towns in Illinois, there's a fine line between nostalgia and sort of... A kind of nationalism. It's a it's a very fine line. Oh, how much better things were back in yeah. the olden days. You know that sort of thing. So back when, always, we can, when discrimination was legal. Hey, didn't say that, but maybe that's what they are thinking. You never know. Um, again, famous famous thing. Ask your grandma and grandpa how many lynchings they attended. And right. when somebody said that, I think you. I've told you this before. It's on social media. It's what this. Um, this guy was talking about, said, ask your grandma and grandpa how many lynches they attended. And then he paused for a second. He said, oh, well, come on now. Someone was there. That's a pretty big crowd. You know, have you ever talked to them about it? No, you haven't. Because no one talks about it. And that was his big thing is that these are conversations right. that we have to have. Uh and, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, you and I both, I think, have experienced, we're the, are the same age, the experience of uh, grandma and grandpa maybe saying something and being like, no. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah it's, I, that, that's, that's the thing, right? I mean, I didn't know my um, paternal grandparents very well. I was just a kid when they both passed away. But, yeah, uh, yeah I did. I, there is... If I hadn't heard uh, about my uh, my other set of grandparents, if I hadn't heard it directly, I heard stories about stuff that they said. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, even now, every once in a while, it's like, whoa, hey, wait a second. You know, Zoom calls during COVID with uh, the in-laws. Every once in a while, they would say something and it just like... Yeah hackles on the back of the neck okay we're all having fun we're all we're all here and it's just a a good time nobody talks to anybody anymore this is fine this is fine uh jennifer of course is not a this is fine person she is a what (laughs) what you know so that's that's useful as well um 
Yeah, famously, uh, uh, occasionally um, being asked to, for instance, not talk about something in in pleasant company. You know, oh, don't mention. I, I'm I'm just you know. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm skirting around it, but you know, oh, don't talk about how this time this one family member assaulted this other family member, right? And Jennifer saying, "Oh, we're not going to do that. We, we will. We will talk about that. That is something that will happen. It's. It's. Uh, she's a good addition to that dynamic. Makes Thanksgivings a hell of a good time. Yeah. Oh, you know who else? Uh, Betty. Every once in a while, will take oh, yeah? time out at uh, large family gatherings to uh, get on a soapbox about some social issue, uh, and and me, the coward." Uh, I'll be like, haha, yes, Betty, very good, very okay. So let's I trust these the... are like socially progressive social issues, though, that are yes. important to the kids and nothing that yeah. you're embarrassed about. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's it's well important to the kids, uh, but also here's the thing: I have some furries relatives... have rights too. No. Right. Well, well, something to that effect. Yeah, I have I have some relatives who. Uh, are offended by things Betty says sometimes and have to be talked down by other relatives. Uh, I believe the, the last one was when, uh, when Betty said, uh, that, uh, and she was repeating something that I said in jest. So that Jesus and Santa Claus were the two genders of Christmas. And the yeah. idea that that Jesus is a is a gender was offensive, um, you know that sort of thing, and and having to be like, uh, well, the kid said it, not me, but right. Dad, you oh, said it earlier. Well, kids yes, I say did. the I did. greatest things. Oh man, Bill Cosby, crazy, <laughs> crazy still. Bill crazy Cosby, Bill Cosby, so wholesome. He's he going on tour, I think. I... Really. I heard I heard a rumor that he's going on on like some sort of like stand up tour and everybody's like, you know, half or more than half the country is like, what what does he think he's doing? The other well, part he, of the country is like, let's do it. Was he acquitted? Was I don't he, I, I don't recall. Kevin Spacey was. I don't acquitted, recall. Your I think Honor. I'm I'm in England. the two. Yeah, I think these were charges that were brought in, in brought in England. Sorry, in Great Britain. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. That was, that was a weird thing when, when you remember that he got in trouble and then he did a weird YouTube video as his character from, uh, House of Cards. I, I never watched House of Cards. I remember that video coming out and I didn't watch it because it was super cringeworthy. And I'm like, I yeah. am not, I'm not going to be able to watch this entire thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, one of the things, House of Cards, again, a TV show based on a British show. Uh, Sanford and Son, also a TV show based on, based on a British show. Did you know that? It's I true. did not know that. So, but House of Cards, uh, and the and the breaking of the fourth wall, speaking directly to camera, uh, you know, was an aspect of the British version, also. Mm. So, but that, but, you know, that's the thing that he did. I didn't. I mean, I, I heard that House of Cards was based on a British show, but I also heard that one of the reasons why it got greenlit is because Netflix had, like, a poll. And they asked their viewers, what type of show do you want to see 
who do you like watching and who's your favorite director? And they were like, we like governmental dramas. Uh, we like Kevin Spacey and we like David Fincher as a director. And so that's they Netflix like put those together. Market research theater in action. Exactly. That's a little crazy. We weren't in that, were we? We, I was just trying to remember it because I think we did something for Matt, but we I don't, did, we weren't we in it. We did something for it, but we weren't in it. What, did yeah. we do the research? Did we, is I, that what honestly, we did? Honestly, I mean, we, that was, we I did remember something being for there. It. Yeah, we did. Yeah. But, but, but was it like a performance of sorts? Did we? It's, do, not, I don't, it's not on the list. I don't think we performed. But we, we weren't we, in it, but what did we do? It what might have been. Did we do. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> did um, we? We may have helped the market research part. We may have stood in the lobby or on the sidewalk with clipboards. And I think that's what it was. And asked I people think, their opinions on things. I think that's what it was. I really do. Because I seem to we, remember having sheets and there doing was an, things with them. Well, there was another show that we did a lot of stuff for that we technically weren't in. We do you, I don't know if you remember this, but line one, we we did a lot of phone calling for the uh, black box version of line one. Yes, in fact, uh, the Halloween episode we did a, a crazy. That was a lot of fun. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. We like banged stuff outside and banged on the did. door of the theater. I really would have liked to have seen that. And I oh, what's his name? He he does he does art more than acting now. Um, Roy Stanton. Bald. Roy Stanton. <laughs> bald. Roy Stanton. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Roy Stanton. Roy Stanton. Good artist. Have you seen the artwork that he does? Yeah, he posted on Facebook every once in a while. Yeah. Um, but Roy Stanton. Uh, I called him and he was doing a thing. Uh, you know, he was doing, he was, he was the person who was doing yeah. my audio. Uh, line one was a, was a, a theater piece where actors would take phone calls and they would say what the people on the phone were saying. They would, they would act it out. Yeah. And Roy Stanton was acting out what I was saying. And I was saying some crazy Halloween stuff. It was, it, I don't know if it was acting out, but like they weren't trying to pantomime anything, but they were repeating what the person oh, on the well, other. What, what I mean is they weren't saying. just repeating; they were also emoting. They were doing, they were yeah. doing acting. They, they were, were taking doing on acting. They were taking on the character, if you will. Yes, taking um, on the character. I saw John. Maybe we mentioned this. I saw John Kaufman a couple weeks ago when I was in Austin. I don't think you mentioned it. How is John Kaufman doing? John Kaufman is doing great, as well, is Bryn and their so. children. Yes. It was uh, good to see John. John. I haven't seen him in a while. Famously married to Bryn, famously having children with Bryn. <laughs> famously. Uh, and, and also famously a generally happy guy. Posit generally positive. That was, uh, that was one of the things, and uh, uh, Tim Sanders was talking about a a time when there was a a woman at a bus stop and he was saying something about Christians and there was a woman and he goes, and she wasn't having it. And John Kaufman, the first time that I've ever seen him like 
throw shade, at least in my presence, to anyone, said, oh, she didn't enjoy you making fun of her religion, <laughs> which I thought was, I mean, just deadpan, straightforward. I thought that yeah. was, that was that's, uh, I mean, that's, that sort of humor bites a little harder when it comes from something just so n as nice and amicable as, yeah. as John. Now, now, famously, I will say this, that Jennifer uh, Pratt, my wife, uh, also known as Jennifer Factchecker, if you're familiar with earlier versions of this. It's been a number uh, of years. Had, had a, a, that, like, one of those situations where there are no winners, uh, because she was, um, nonplussed by, uh, by John Kaufman and Tim Sanders as people in general. I think just because they, they were darlings of the theater, uh, each in their own way for a little bit. Um, and, you know, she she can be opinionated, for sure. So when I told that story, she's like, okay. And then that was it. That was the end of the story. So I had to tell it to somebody else uh, when I remembered it. Um, yeah. I love Jennifer. She is great. Uh, speaking of being great, what a great podcast. We did a hey, good job. Hey, we've reached and the hey, end. At the end, Ben? I ended up sounding a little bit more like myself. It just was a slow fade. I knew you had it in you. I had it in me the whole time. What a tiny pervert, Jesus. Um, so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, hey, Ben, uh, until next time, I would invite oh, you to keep it wrong. Keep it wrong and also a belated how's it happening. Hey, how's it happening? And did we ever find out what the other part of how's it happening was? There was an answer yeah it's it, it's something weird like it's 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 going it's 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 happening good it's going great it's it's going nice uh, hey if like you that. know what it is uh write to us in the comments or call us at hey whatever the no, phone no, number don't was call us, can't happen uh hey did did anyone watch at all during this as we've mentioned uh many times in this podcast this is not a podcast for you the contemporary yeah. Uh, American or uh, you know non-American as it is uh, this is for future people a hundred years from now uh, <clears> they're <throat> going to dig up this podcast and people are going to listen to it and be like that's what things were like in we did have a we did have a viewer and I'm going to leave you with that cliffhanger hey wait a second alright I'll talk to you later Ben alright bye one. Paul keep it bye. wrong keep it wrong uh and we're clear. <laughs>